It's time once again for the Tribunal of the Triumvirate, the Brit, the Bitmart Brain Trust. I always screw that up, and I'm the, the host Bitmart of- British Brain Trust. That, that is com- <laughs> that is coming soon. We welcome your letters. Uh, but I am your host, Matt Ryan, and I'm joined, as always, by two of my favorite humans in the crypto space. Two of my favorite non-fungible humans. You know him, you love him. He is the SEO master, and looking like he plays in Soundgarden today, it's Kalichi eBay. Woo! Play us a lick there, Mr. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that person you're seeing on screen right now and you're hearing his voice, that's Nathan Simone. He is the host of the Crypto Conversations and BitMart Bites and also the Daily Crypto Watch. We wear many hats and he has many cups. He's drinking out of cups. <laughs> Seahorses rule. But uh, gentlemen, I, I want to ask you, how's your week been? What you up to? And, and, and I got a question. We were talking about this before the show, about what we would talk about this week on The Brain Trust. And, and Nathan had a, a really cool idea. But, Kalichi, before we go into that cool idea, because I want Nathan to be the one who brings it to the floor, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Just uh, working and, um, like, enjoying life, I guess. Just spending a lot of time with family and working on my – NFT projects on the side. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's not it's not easy to to launch an NFT project. There's uh, it's a lot of work that goes into that. So, yeah, just you know, splitting my time between my NFT projects. You know, obviously working at BitMart. Uh, uh, a lot of exciting uh, campaigns that we have going on, and then just yeah, just spending time with family and playing Madden. That project again, Koichi. Ghost Chain NFT Club. You guys should Whoa. check it out. And it's on what blockchain? Cardano. Oh, okay. Because that makes sense because nobody uses Cardano. <laughs> I think I'm a lot of kidding, people are going to start using it soon after a lot of the conversations we've had on this show. I primarily because of the stuff we were talking about on BitMart Bytes on Friday, Nathan, regarding Solana. And that, Ooh. not good. Not good. Not good. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Solana, maybe, uh, you know. <laughs> goes down too much, maybe is a little bit too centralized. That's for another conversation. Of course, I'm just kidding with Kalichi there. I'm a big Cardano fan. This is not a Cardano-specific show. We just, that's a running joke that we have that maybe we need to get away from because we're we're just, we rely on it a little bit too much in our wheelhouse. But um, it's a good segue to me wanting to talk about with you guys and this kind of goes back to when me and Matt did a, a solo brain trust uh, where we were discussing like, you know, me and Matt both had college radio shows. I asked Matt how he got into wrestling. It was kind of like a more like heartfelt, like, you know, crypto can be very cold and technical and programmy. And I'm kind of trying to get into more of the cultural aspects of crypto. And I wanted to ask you guys, you know, Matt can answer first or Kalichi can answer first and I'll, I'll be the last to go. Let's put it that way. What was your guys's like first experience with crypto or NFTs, how, how did you actually get into like the crypto NFT space? I know that we all work for BitMart now. So like we're kind of forced to be in it because this is our, our job. It's our livelihood. But I'm always interested in like, you know, you have this moment because this technology and this culture is so new that you have this moment where you, you just didn't know about it one day and then you knew about it the next day. And you either went down the rabbit hole or you ignored it or what? I'm just interested in the in the full stories here. And we can just kind of banter about that today. And then maybe Kalichi has like some cool NFT news or something that we can talk about. 
Well, yeah, mine is a little less intense or a little less long than you guys because I really got into it in earnest when I started here at BitMart about four months ago. Um, when I, I was, I ha I hold, I have some, some coins. I have, I have some crypto, but it's more of part of my stock portfolio more than anything. But I started learning about it, like when the, the rise of the internet and you saw in my neighborhood, bit, you know, places taking Bitcoin or having Bitcoin ATMs or Bitcoin vending machines and having these different assets to them. And it's because, you know, it's a part of the cultural consciousness. It's part of the cultural conversation. It's been a part of the zeitgeist for what, five, six years now, going back even further to when it really started emerging in culture. But for me, it was more like hearing my friends talk about it or hearing people in my neighborhood talk about it as a financial alternative. And when it comes to, I'm an artist, I'm a creative guy. I'm not like sure. a fancy captain of industry business person. Uh, but, you know, it started looking like a, a possible investment and you're, I'm still acclimating to it because you're trying to decondition yourself from what we know about currency. Because I worked in finance for mm -hmm. a few years. I worked in Bloomberg Radio. So I was there during the rise of Facebook and Instagram. I was there when Facebook went public. I was wow. there when, you know, the, these large-scale acquisitions went down. Uh, I was there for the crowning of a pope, uh, the voting <laughs> of a pope. And I've seen, you know, a lot of things go boom and a lot of things go bust. So working for Bloomberg Radio really made me more cautious, especially, you know, just where the country's been since the pandemic it's made, it's caused a rise in crypto and NFTs. It's kind of what I think helped facilitate the first boom that we that we saw because everybody was home. I think that that created like more people are on the internet, more people are learning about these things, more people are figuring like when Elon Musk is talking about it and everybody's using Twitter or everybody hears about it because someone gets a text in a group chat because everybody's working from home. I think that was one of the things that really induced the the first major boom in 2020 and 2021 for crypto and NFTs. And that was where it you really paid start I started paying attention to what it is and what the impact could be on society here in the United States and beyond. Sure, that that's an interesting story, Matt. I, I wanted to make one small correction, and that that's not your fault because I know that you're new to this. Um, we'll we'll make a correction. Say 2020 and 2022 being first major mainstream boom. Ma that's because, what I meant. That's what I yeah, meant. Like yeah, that's, where that's what it's I like to say. the price the price mm. is getting covered on the nightly news or it's getting right. traditional news coverage because it yeah. always existed and there were sure. booms like it got to thousands of dollars yep. over the course yeah. of a period of time and there were booms within that but i mean like to where warren buffett is taking notice and all of right. these big financial you know these tight these tycoons these titans these elon musks of the world are really diving into it as a weapon for them. Sure. And, and I wanted to ask you just a quick caveat before we go into Kalichi's story here. Do you remember what was the first crypto you ever heard of? And do you remember whether it was guy, gal, pal, you know, whoever 
what you thought when they mentioned, you know, whether it was Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever, because most people's reactions are they hear about it from somebody who's into it. They're, they're, they trust this person, but even to that person they trust, they're like, what are you talking about? Digital money? You're, you're crazy. And they just wave it off. That's the, almost always how this works. So I'm interested in what you heard of first, who you heard it from, and what you, what your like initial reaction was. It was Bitcoin. Uh, it was the OG, triple OG. I forget why I heard of it. Because I started seeing more stores in my neighborhood in Sunset Park uh, start talking about crypto. I saw some places in Jersey City like as early as 2014 utilizing Bitcoin or things of that nature or like saying you can get Bitcoin here. Um, and... I, I kind of initially shook it off because I was like, what what is this? Like, it, it, I'm always weary of things like that, of like new money or ways to make money because you 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 always you're always suspicious that it's a scam because sure, we've sure. seen you know and all or the, it's gonna be a boom and bust like the subprime mortgage market or like there's a bubble to it and seeing it grow over the past decade or so you, you start to acclimate to it a little more. I, I would was very hesitant, uh, 10 years ago. Now I'm, I'm more in line with those who can see this as a huge way to democratize the world a lot better to create financial institutions and financial independence for nations that are unable to sustain it sustained banks, sustained treasuries, things like that. There's real viability here, but it, to me, it comes down to the who's in charge of the soul of cryptocurrency. And sure. that's a sure. hard question. I think that's an impossible question to answer because for every activist, for every Be My Tree that we speak to, there's always going to be the craven, quote-unquote, crypto borough, the, the stereotype. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I don't think any of us here fit that description. And we work in cryptocurrency. We work in NFTs. We work in non-fungible finance. And even though we just mean me and Nathan's jobs are to sell band uniforms and Kalichis to figuring out how to get you to the band uniforms. (laughs) It's it's in, you know, there are more people who look and think about it like us than there are those who look to be predatory with it, but you're going to hear more about the predatory stuff because that's just the way the news cycle is. And that's just the way, you know, whenever someone is doing the right thing, you don't write a news story about it. Whenever someone's doing the wrong thing or someone's being a jerk, that's when you're going to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Kalichi, is your, did your camera stop working? Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get it back on. Okay, yeah. no, no can worries. You, well, can you guys hear me clearly? Yeah, we can yeah, hear right. you. I can hear you. I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, I'll get us on it out here in a, in a bit. But um, yeah, I mean, to Matt's uh, last point, yeah, uh, I, I could say the same thing with specific um, like blockchains and stuff too. Like, I, I, of course, I'm biased when it comes to Cardano. Like, you, <laughs> we never get all the good stuff right now going on with Cardano. But when something bad happens, oh my god. You know, oh gosh end of the world but that's just beside the point but yeah to Matt's point like 20 like 2020 the 2020 bull run uh slash early 2021 that's when you know of course we had the previous bull run in 2017 but this this the latest bull run was when it really got like mainstream attention a lot and what i mean by that is 
for example, like Google, like one of the one of the updates that they made was they 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 created a specific session about cryptocurrency. I think in um, Google Finance or Google News or something like that in the search in the search engine. Um, that wasn't there before, you know, things like that, um, you know, like Tesla, you know, like putting Bitcoin in their balance sheet, like, you know, Elon Musk, like investing in Bitcoin and those types of things. They were not as pro um, like um, prevalent, like in the, in the last bull run. But yeah, right now, you know, it, it became more, more and more popular. But for me, like when I got started with crypto, mine was a little bit like 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 longer than than Matt's, of course, but it was in 2016 uh, when my mentor like he told me about it. So because he like he taught me a lot of stuff I know today in terms of like how to build a website, HTML, CSS, you know, you know how to you know basically you know advertise and things like that. He wanted me to build all those skill set because he saw that that, that was going to be needed in the future. So he was he was the one like somebody that I always lean into to learn about like futuristic stuff, right? So, because um, back then I was just interested in like e-commerce type stuff, you know, how to, uh, you know, sell products online, you know, Shopify or just e-commerce stuff type stuff. I wasn't into crypto. And back then he told me about Bitcoin and I was like, you know what? I don't really understand this. Like right now I'm so focused on e-commerce. I don't want anything to distract me away <laughs> from it. And could you believe that back then Bitcoin was like two thousand dollars, and I was like, how? Why would I pay like a two thousand dollars for a Bitcoin? Like, oh gosh, oh yeah, just just the same way, just the same way with the <laughs> NFT thing. Like, how? Like, why would I spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a board eight? Like that. That was the same um, kind of. <laughs> that was the same thing like back then, and I remember he also sent me a message. I remember vividly. He sent me a message on Skype about um like vitalik buterin he said to check this guy out he's be he's gonna be this big shot he's creating this uh, decentralized thing that nobody can stop it it's gonna disrupt banks disrupt finance disrupt everything and that's when i started like really looking into it but i did not like invest like heavily on it i just i actually missed the 2017 bull run i saw i only saw the trend when it was trending on uh, on linkedin i saw like this stuff on the side that bitcoin hits 20k <laughs> i did oh, not like yeah i wasn't a part of that bull run but it was in 2020 when the covid crash happened that's when he was like dude if you don't get in now like this is the last time you're going to see bitcoin at three thousand dollars oh yeah oh yeah and he was like if you don't get in now you're going to hit yourself in the future so do whatever you can, dollar cost averaging. You don't have to buy the whole thing, just like dollar cost averaging. And I started dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin, into Ethereum, into Cardano, into Chainlink, and most of these top, you know, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies. And uh, that, like, yeah. So 2020 was when I really started like actively investing in crypto and up to today. Um, but when it comes to NFTs, it was like in late i would say mid to late 2021 mm -hmm. that's when i really started getting into it i started seeing like all oh, this apes project crypto punks and I, I at first i was like this this cannot be real right like why will i spend this money the same mistake the same mistake i made with bitcoin i made it with the nf with nfts i was like why will i pay i could easily just invest this 250 dollars on you know you know 100 more chain link like link token why would i spend it on a board ape mm -hmm. 
And uh, I missed that, obviously. And now I, I hate myself, but <laughs> that was oh. my journey. That was my journey to, 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 to NFTs. But now, obviously, I own a lot of NFTs on Ethereum blockchain. I own some in Solana as well. I own a lot in Cardano. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I started. I feel like like you shouldn't hate yourself as much. Like I can't say you shouldn't hate yourself because I hate myself, but um, <laughs> don't hate yourself over that because, you know, looking at a piece of art that doesn't interest you, that's $250. You're not going to think, oh, people are going to go crazy over these eight portraits. Like, like the, a rational thought in your head doesn't think, oh, this is going to be worth $1.5 million one day because it's an ape that's drawn to look like Sir Beauregard or something like that, or kind of look like Madonna, maybe. Uh, I just, that's not a rational thought in your head. And and art in itself isn't rational, but I wouldn't hate myself over that. Other things, yeah, but I wouldn't hate myself (laughs) over that. I mean, but like we look at the price though, it's like from $250 and now it's worth over like a quarter of a million dollars. Like, ah. that, 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 you know, that's hard well, to swallow. Yeah. I mean, and Yugo Labs is one of those very interesting situations where if you want my humble opinion, I think Yugo Labs was in the right place at the right time and they just got lucky because they had great marketing. I don't think that BAYC was just super different than a whole host of other Ethereum projects that were out there, but it had that special mm-hmm. oomph and that special spark. And once you get the eyes of a couple of celebrities, right? Um, and you yeah. know, you're just you're off to the races, right? It doesn't matter whether you're selling Coca-Cola or uh, swing sets, you know. I um, yeah. So what's interesting is definitely don't hate yourself, Kalichi. And Matt, don't don't hate yourself either. In fact, you know, I'm I'm I feel you're privileged not my therapist. Right <laughs> I feel privileged right now <laughs> to um to say that I I don't hate myself usually on a, on on most days. I've forgiven myself for being the imperfect person that I am. However, I have a story that tops even Kalichi's in terms of just not getting in at the right time, but I do have a little bit of an excuse and that was because I didn't have money literally. Um so I got into crypto Probably late 2014, early 2015, if I'm being generous to myself. So let's go with early 2015. Back then, Coinbase, I believe, did exist, but it was like invite only and it was very clunky and you could maybe buy three or four things. I did not have a Coinbase account or anything like that. I actually, the first time I heard about crypto, I was either browsing Reddit or I was just searching online for something. And I kept hearing about this thing called Bitcoin. And they were like, Bitcoin, it's digital money. Bitcoin, it does this. And I was like, I had a PayPal account and I was trying to sell stuff on eBay in between jobs. And I was like really fascinated with like, oh, you can like make money online. And like, you don't have to go into like a store or a warehouse or any of the traditional jobs that I'd had to make money. And I was like, wow, if I could make money from home, which is ironic because that's like all that I've been doing for the past five years or so with my different jobs. I was like, that's so cool. And then I was like, this new form of money that's like PayPal or something. I didn't really understand it. I found this service. You can go look this up. Uh, it was a service called We Sell Crypto, and it was run by a guy named Greg. I don't think Greg had a last name. <laughs> 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 and it was it was a service that sold Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Litecoin, 
Ethereum and a little known crypto, which is technically still around called Redcoin, actually one of the first proof of stake coins in existence, okay? Um, Bitcoin, and all you do is you would send money to this PayPal address, you'd contact Greg, you'd be like, here's my address, send it to me, and you just trust him to send it back to you. And to Greg's credit, he always sent it, okay? Greg was a real mensch, okay? Greg was a trustworthy guy. When I'm not... I'm not kidding you when I say that when I'm going to show you how how old I am and how old the prices were. Litecoin was trading for around two or three dollars on a good day. Dogecoin was many, many zeros till you got to the price. Okay, it was not above a penny. Uh, Redcoin was also fractions of a zero. Ethereum may have been Ethereum may have been like five or seven dollars on a good day. Wow. Um, and Bitcoin, I remember this specifically. Bitcoin was the highest of all, and Bitcoin was $300. And I thought, wow, my gosh, wow, who would pay $300 for computer code? What am I going to do with this? I give them $300, which I need for food, gas, whatever, and I'm just going to get like bits of information. <laughs> What is this? What is it? Like, this is going to be over. Like, what is this? Right. And I will never forget looking at that screen and thinking $300. I don't have $300. And you don't have to be a wizard uh, to open up the history books and figure out that it has been a long, long, long time since Bitcoin has been $300. And if it's ever $300 again, that means the world is either coming to an end or this is a unique buying opportunity. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's never going to happen. Just, oh man, there's so much money, so much wells and so much, like no one cares. Like, I don't care what happened. Like people would just, they're just going to scoop everything up. Like Michael Saylor and those guys are just going to buy like all of it. And it was just, it was $300. So I bought some Litecoin. I bought some Redcoin. Um, I learned how to make paper wallets. That was a cool thing back then. Not really recommended now. It's not very technologically secure, but uh, that was a fun thing to do. There were like all sorts of like hobby kits and it was a hobby. I was never, never in my wildest dreams was I like, this is going to make me money. This is going to be a good investment. I was like, I barely even knew about regular stocks and bonds back then. I was probably just getting started with learning about financial stuff. And I was like, this is a cool internet fun thing where like people are using money in quotations. They like invented money and now they're like doing all this stuff with it. So that was it. And I mean, my gosh, I, uh, if I'd had the money, I wish that I'd put a bunch of it into it right now. Of course, <laughs> that's, I, I won't even say that's a regret. Cause I just didn't know, but, um, you know, I had some stuff. I held on to it. It's still not worth a crazy, it's not life-changing amounts of money, but it taught me a good lesson that crypto over time usually does better than not. Um, twice, twice I have missed out on huge, huge gains because one, I did not know how to sell my crypto. So I was there in the 2017, 2018 bull market. I had a bunch of red coin. Red coin went from multiple zeros to three cents. I could have had uh, many, many thousands of dollars. I watched the amount go up on the screen. I had no idea where you sell it, how you sell it, how you exit it. So that just went to nothing. Um, and then uh, 
pre-2021, I believe, whenever Dogecoin had its rise, I used to have a significant amount of Dogecoin because it was just fun, right? And it was like free. You could buy like a bajillion Dogecoin for like $100. Um, And if I'd held and knew that Elon Musk was going to Elon Musk, um, I might not be talking to you here on this call. (laughs) I I I still had a a teensy bit, but it was, once again, it's nothing life-changing. It's nothing I can quit my job over or anything like that. It's just fun money that became, I guess we'll call it real money. So we would have been working for Nathan Simone's Bitmart. That's what that would have been fun. I would have, let me put it this way. I would have definitely hired you guys. Okay. I would have hired you guys and I would have paid you whatever you asked all right, just to get you on my team. Right? right. So I think that that's kind of the short and long of me getting into crypto. Um, NFTs. It's similar to you, Kalichi. I, I knew about NFTs, but I just, I didn't get into them until late 2021. Honestly, if I'm going to be super honest, early 2022, because I was kind of skeptical of them. And I thought crypto is one thing. I know crypto. NFTs, I don't know. This seems, this seems a little bit scammy. So I remember looking on OpenSea when the BAYC came out and seeing that they were like $500. And I'll tell you what, I had the same, I had the same thought process as as when I looked at that Bitcoin for $300, I thought, oh my gosh, somebody's found a way to get people to pay them $500 for JPEGs. <laughs> for JPEG. thought, God, God love them. God love them, but I won't participate in it. And of course that was the wrong decision. So, right. you know, that's, that's kind of the short and long of it. I've, I've been in the space recreationally a long time and had taken breaks from it, but professionally uh only about six to seven months now so it's uh, it's been a crazy journey to say the least well this edition of the bitmart brain trust has been a bit of a wild goose chase and a little bit of a bounce around a little bit Ooh. of a long journey the goose is actually there's a goose loose in my apartment right now like my roommate's out of town <laughs> whoa and, and oh I wait you serious yeah, uh, yes yes there's a there's a, a little... goose named clement uh just running around my apartment fill up that bathtub he probably wants to swim i, I d- d- trust me i would it's a whole thing with the dog it's turned into like a weird like they're they're both wearing leather jackets and smoking, so I have to go handle that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next week I won't be having to stop my dog from going down Thunder Road in Grease Lightning and and trying to <laughs> defeat any any villains or bandoleros that have come into River City. I've just combined nine different movies. It's been a long day. <laughs> you give me the grace of doing that, but this is my show, so I can say what I want, Baba Booey. Uh, but I want to thank Nathan Simone and Kalichi Ebay for joining us here again on the BitMart Brain Trust. Always fun to, to learn more about my buddies, learn more about the people I work with on a daily basis, and also kind of give you guys an understanding of where we're coming from every week when we talk about things with some semblance of authority, these guys more than me. But the point still stands. We always have a great time, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to NFT 101 and the Crypto Conversations podcast feed. Be sure to follow us all on Twitter and also BitMart Exchange. Follow the mothership, if you will, on the Twitter machine. All that info is in the show notes. And let us know what your crypto journey was. To Tag us on Twitter with the hashtag crypto journey and let us know how you first heard about any of the coins we have on the BitMart Exchange and sign up now if you're new to your crypto journey. Head over to BitMart.com and use the sign-up code BSMART. That is BSMART at sign up and you get your chance to win some sweet, sweet Skrilla. 
We went about about three thousand dollars in welcome bonuses, gentlemen. That's not bad. Not too shabby. I'd I'd prefer it to having a goose in my apartment. Yes. <laughs> hey, 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 you can't. You can't put paprika on a live... All right, we're going to go. But for all of us here at BitMart, we'll see you next time right here on the lovely BitMart Brain Trust. Fill up that bathtub. Hello to everybody out there in crypto land. Did you enjoy that conversation? I know that I did. It's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects, NFTs, and what is going on in this very unique industry. But now we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way. All right. It's just the way that it is. So I wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of BitMart. BitMart does not guarantee the accuracy, applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.